0: Uh, aspect, just a little tiny dash of consciousness that actually looks deep and it comes right back out to whatever me wants. I want that. I want a salad. I want a steak. I want a new job. I want a new relationship. I want to feel better. I want something. I'm sick of this, whatever it is. Or, or why did they get to have that? I wanted, you know, I don't have to elaborate on that too much, but it's uh, what I want to talk about this morning is the me feeling itself. Um, this isn't something I made up or something new. It's very traditional. It goes back in the Buddhist tradition, uh, looking at the ego, the sense of self, and the sense of other. And this is the, this is where the bait, if you go down, take every, your whole life, and just go down to the two primary aspects or concepts that are pointing to the fundamental nature of your life, which is me and everything else. Simple duality. Me and my projects, me and... And that squirrel out there climbing a tree, there's always some kind of polarity happening all the time. And part of that is uh, when that works uh, well, it's pretty good. It's called cooperation, it's called communication, it's called collaboration. When it works good. But when there's some kind of uh, um, intense uh, uh, passion, intense anger, intense uh, uh, ignorance, then that tends to get confusing and it tends to start to spiral and go in circles and then it throws off all kinds of sparks and co- contacts everyone else and then everyone else is drawn into your particular merry-go-round or your rotation, it's round and around. I like it, I don't like it, I like it, I don't like it, this is working really good, no it's not, this is working really good, no it's not. I'm not saying anything you haven't thought of or heard of before, I'm sure. what can we do about that? Maybe nothing. Uh, I would leave it up to you. I'm not here to promote anything particularly, but if you're in this room for the next little while, you're kind of giving me permission, at least somewhat, to say stuff. You could just go ahead and do the best you can with relative truth, with the pushing, pulling, success and failure uh, gain and loss, and all the other things that are happening as living beings, that we are all confronted with. This, the the best being, you know, really succeeding at something, getting a perfect relationship, getting a um, making lots of money, and all those relative things that we you know, getting a lot of uh, appreciation for who you are, what you've done, rewards. Yes. Can you speak louder, please? I'll try. You can turn that air off, maybe? Is there air somewhere? that'll probably help where was I we could just live a relative life. yeah you could just live a you want to just give the rest of it <laughs> I don't know what to say so you could, just, you could just go ahead with that and some people do most people do uh, most people do that and there's nothing wrong about it the right and wrong is extra right and wrong actually starts to interfere with the whole thing and then we get very political and the politics of experience are very very difficult we have them in our families we have them in our have them in our community our country our world of course we all know about that and sometimes it gets horrible people get so upset with somebody else that they are mean or disrespectful or abusive and so on And very hard to go in, even though you might see that happening over here, it's very hard to go in and know what kind of tools could you use to actually go in and change that or affect that in a positive, uplifted way that would fundamentally meet that where the confusion is at. In other words, where's the fire is actually being lit rather than in the middle of the flames themselves. What are the flames themselves? You're going to have war, probably. That includes in your own psyche, your own mind. If you have difficulty coming up and you attack it directly, uh, like is usually uh, recommended in our society, in our world, and in most cultures. You know, go in and uh, just like don't act that way. I'm, I got to stop doing that. Or the other one that uh, so, seems to make a lot of sense. I got to figure this out. That really doesn't work. And you, and any of you who have tried to figure something out, uh, not that you haven't made some success, but it doesn't always handle the fundamental situation, which comes back to the title of the. The me feeling the me feeling is an area where we we don't we just don't look at it. we igno- we we might say well as for me I like uh, kale I, you know I don't like kale but but there's just a flash on the me where there's a register where we register me and then we go off into the world of I don't like kale or um, uh, as for me, I'm going to get another job and so on. So we, we touch on it, but then we immediately abandon it or what? The, what is in the Tibetan tradition, or not just the Tibetan tradition, but the Tibetan tradition. All Buddhist traditions uh, refer to that as ignorance. We It's a very quick way of just ignoring that. We just shut down and then we go, we shut down on the very, very source of the difficulty. In the Indian tradition, way before Buddhism came along, in the Upanishads, uh, it's talked about, uh, and in, uh, in Buddhism, it's called uh, mula maya, or the the the, fundma, the root confusion. The, the root, mula is root, and uh, maya is uh, confusion or delusion. So it's the root area. And so uh, the great sage, Indian sage of the last century, Ramana Maharshi, actually taught his students to a practice uh, called Atmavichara, which is self-inquiry. He would say, sit down, hold still, and, and ask who this is. And then when an answer comes up, then ask who that is. An answer comes up, ask who that is. And just repeat it, and repeat it, and repeat it. And in our tradition here, it's called uh, uh, the Zen tradition. It's combined because we're kind of a hybrid with I had a Tibetan teacher, a Tibetan Lama, and a Zen master. So uh, you could call that uh, Transcendental Schizophrenia. Funny, I don't think so. Or you could just call it. Uh, how do you put that together? Two different directions, but pointing at the same thing. That's what we're we're trying to do. I'm trying to do with the help of others who uh, are students here. So, so it seems to be necessary rather than go into some kind of technique or approach. Uh, to work with it uh, conceptually or intellectually to go in and find some kind of tools to go in there and work on that, like, like might happen in psychotherapy and in some forms of uh, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. And so I'm, I'm not here to turn you away from any of that. If this is helping you, by all means, go do it. Uh, if, if things are not working, you might want to sit down and train your mind. That's my way of saying it. How do you train your mind? You look, sit down and look at the way you are not trained look at the way you're always jumping away from the primary delusion of I'm somebody into something else. I'm somebody, and this is how I feel. That's what I think I should do. And then I should do that and that and that. So uh, Shikintaza, which is the, the Japanese name for um, meditation, Shikintaza means just precisely this. And the reason it's named that way is because when you sit down and hold still, sit in a symmetrical posture, in our case, we look at the wall, not because we're um, uh, trying to shut things out, but because we're trying to have our eyes open and be, keep everything as simple as possible. Um, you're not going to, going to be able to control everything. You know, The air conditioner is going to run. There's going to be birds and people walking uh, outside the building or wherever you're at. So we would just include, the, just include that as we practiced. Uh, Shikantaza is a very simple less and less and less. No movement. But also know the way I teach it, and this is taught differently in the ancient Japanese tradition, it's much more kind of militant, and you have to you know we have sticks and things like that. That stick is just for show. I don't I never use it. Have I ever used that stick? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> uh, so so the idea is if you Anytime you sit still, whether you're meditating or not, if you sit really still, don't close your eyes. Leave your eyes open. We live with our lives uh, with our eyes open. We, When we have our eyes closed, we sleep. So if you want to wake up, uh, good to start out with the eyes open. And what are you awakening to? The truth. And what is the truth? Find out. You wouldn't believe me if I told you. And I wouldn't want you to believe me. I don't. I'm not interested in belief or disbelief or ignoring. I'm interested in... Anybody that wants to listen to this and encouraging you to find out who you are fundamentally so you don't have to check in with me or anybody else. You don't even have to be a Buddhist. That's the interesting thing about this kind of spiritual path. It is, not, it is about as far away from a cult as you can get. Not a prison. Nobody's told what to do. It's always mutual. There are traditions where they are very, uh, shall we say, tight about that. But usually it comes from the student also who wants that kind of really strong form. I know when I was 18, I was about three blocks away in a high school over here in 1959, and I wanted a really strong form because I knew I was crazy. So what did I do? I did something really sane, at least in 1959. I joined the Marine Corps. Yeah, I needed that form. That's a hard form. That's a very difficult form, and it, uh, it trains you how to kill people, Literally. I don't recommend it on the other hand if your karma your that's the way you need to go it's not wrong it's just your way of working with your life maybe you need to do that for a few more lifetimes or not and i don't even believe in other lifetimes so nothing to promote so the me feeling the idea there with the me feeling is if you can find that and then uh, and through the practice of sitting meditation, holding very still, it starts to show up more and more and more. And also, as it shows up, it also might show up as the me feeling doesn't feel so good. I don't like this. Uh, this, is, uh, this is boring. Or um, there must be something more to this than this. Or when am I going to realize something? Or on and on. And so each person's uh, consciousness operates uh, in a different way. <clears throat> So it's the idea there, uh, uh, what is being uh, um, addressed or what is being pointed at is that you, anyone, you don't even have to ever come here again, you don't ever have to even talk to me again or even study Buddhism or anything, but you should study yourself. Don't take your opinions and ideas for granted. I would say it this way, don't believe your thoughts. And what, what else would I say? Don't disbelieve your thoughts and don't look away from your thoughts. Think about those three. Don't don't push on it. Don't disbelieve it. Don't draw it into you as I believe it as some kind of support, and don't shut it out uh, or ignore it or try to distract yourself into a game of backgammon. It's something to consider. It's not. It's not something to. Uh, To try to promote that uh, when someone's not ready to consider it uh, is disrespectful to to someone. It's disrespectful to go in and interfere with someone's life based on your idea, even my idea, even the Buddha's idea on what should happen. So it needs to be a very soft uh, approach to that situation where you are very respectful of people's confusion. How do you do that? How do you respect other people's confusion? You have to start out with respecting your own confusion. Stop trying to be somebody else. And I mean it literally. Stop trying to be a good person. This is a cover-up. Because you will settle for some kind of appearing like a good person. And a lot gets covered up when that happens. What seems to be necessary, the way it looks here, is to look at how really... Uh, how difficult your emotions and your opinions and your ideas are that you've been trying to shove away or cover up or get rid of get rid of, I need to get rid of that, I can't feel like that, I can't do that well that's wrong Uh, this just creates more spinning it may go underground for 10 minutes, 10 years but it's coming back up everything comes to an all compounded things which means human beings anything that shows up is going away maybe today, maybe tomorrow Maybe in three weeks, maybe in a hundred years, but it, it can't last. So I would say, find out who you are. Beyond Buddhism, beyond anything, find out find out who you are fundamentally, so you have no doubts, so you are certain, and that certainty won't be a thought or an idea. You just will be. It doesn't mean you'll be um, feeling all of that all that. Uh, like you've accomplished all that much. It's almost like you're a grandfather then. When you see this, you feel like you, you see you've always known this. You've known this since the beginning of time. You actually find out who you actually are, not your cover-up identity, not your mask, not your masquerade as somebody who's this way, somebody who's that way. You can actually, if you're listening to this voice, uh, you wouldn't be here. I don't know what causes and conditions got you here, but you would not be listening to this if you weren't ready to at least consider it. So it's just a consideration. Don't believe anything. Don't disbelieve anything. Don't ignore anything, and forget everything I said. Hyun. How does um, believing disengage us from the truth? I was believing. Believing. As soon as you look at something, uh, whatever it's doing, moving this way, and as soon as you believe it. You actually shut down on it, so all investigation ceases. So you give it a pass. Yeah, you get, and it, it, it's going to happen in lots of different ways. So I don't use that, rarely do I use that word. Because it happens to rhyme with something else and I'm writing a poem. I don't write poems, so I guess I'm probably not going to use that word. word? Believe. More? I don't believe you have any more questions. <laughs> there, since we're doing questions, any other questions right now? Questions are good. Joseph? Is there a difference in the Zen or the Tibetan tradition between I and me? I think it's just two concepts for referring to the, the fundamental uh, misunderstanding, that there is an I and there is a me. We're not saying there isn't a collection of thoughts, ideas, opinions, beliefs, and, and a body-mind complex and feelings and hopes and fears and all the collection of things that get together and are always saying me, 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 me. Uh, so I think there's the I, you know, uh, the I is a, just a personal pronoun that we use. I want this. I don't want that. And, um, and me, we use a, me even is, a, is more, uh, I think, intimate a word It connects us with a me. You can actually sit down and don't even say it and just use that word and that will take you immediately. What, you could say what what is me?" that will take you right to that. but if you try to maintain that, it won't work. When I say it won't work, you'll you'll abandon it. you'll, you'll go somewhere else because it, there isn't anything there. So you immediately you medi- you immediately you uh, immediately realize the truth. But the consciousness that has congealed into a self, an ego, an agenda about what it wants and what it doesn't want, in other words, a real minor, minor kind of warfare. Uh, won't won't uh, will will object to that warfare, or will will accept that on certain terms? but well, it can be this, if this, if this. More? Other questions? What is our mind not trained to do? Pardon me. What is our mind not trained to do? I don't know. It's really confusing. What do you think? Look at the root ignorance is my best guess. I like that. <laughs> Good show. And wh- why not? Because, because, passion, aggression, because of desire, because of greed, because of fear, getting away from something, because of lust, getting to something. So all we're saying, we're not saying go to war with that, we're just saying, uh, drop down as i sometimes use the uh, uh, the image drop down out of this paranoia that's up here in the thinking process and rise up out of the fear that's in the gut what's going to happen next because that's usually in your gut into your heart the heart doesn't is totally fearless that's a big word totally it's totally fearless and, and it's uh if you, need, if you need to do it, uh, then you'll do it. And if you need my help, I'll help you. If you don't need my help, I'll, I'll mind my own business. Yes, sir? So, earlier, when you were talking about the me feeling, you brought up the, the three Cs, communication, cooperation, and collaboration. Um, I'm wondering if you could say more about how we can use the me feeling to communi- communicate, cooperate, and collaborate. So just receive. Stop producing anything. If you need to produce something, you won't be able to help it. It'll just, you'll just have to produce it. But just receive everything that's happening. Receive when people are talking. Listen. Don't comment on it. Don't come out of some kind of commentary or correct. So just receive. Give everything your attention, and then whatever showing up, whatever whatever's moving, which could be language, could be a sound, could be something you're seeing, could be something in even in something uh, subjective, that you're feeling about what's happening, this kind of trigger, something happens out here, triggers something here, just receive that. If you add on any kind of thought pattern to it, like, I shouldn't feel this way, or where the hell is this coming from? Or they should, they've made me feel bad. Nobody pours a bucket of feelings into you ever, your feelings. But the feelings themselves are your feelings, as long as there's an incarnation as a body. But fundamentally, there isn't anyone that feels. That's what you need to discover. Or maybe not. Go discover something else. Discover gold under the ground. Probably be more exciting than sitting looking at a, a cottage cheese wall. So communication, receive. Uh, cooperation, uh, receive. And collaboration, receive. It's always received. Always receive. Earlier on in your talk, you had mentioned that when we say "me," for maybe just an instant, there's a flash deeply inward before we go out. Yes. I, I was wondering if you'd say more. What is that flash that goes in, and if it sees anything? No, it's just a uh, just the consciousness. It sees it as as it's going down towards that in uh, you know microseconds or a moment. Uh, it it picks up the the identity structures that you tend to believe are true about you uh, immediately. Uh, If it goes far enough, it doesn't find anything. There isn't anything down there. (laughs) This is called not separate, no separation. This this is another way of saying that, uh, the positive way of saying uh, the emptiness part is everything is the Buddha. Everything is awake all the time. Nothing has ever slept, and that's who you are. Your true identity is... It's not separate from anything else. It's not separate from trees, bugs, cough syrup, monkeys on the roof, there's no monkeys on the roof. It's not true from any, It's not separate from anything. Anything that shows up is, is your heartbeat. And I'm not trying to be romantic about it. It's not particularly a feeling. Awakening isn't particularly a feeling, just like compassion isn't, like, isn't a feeling about something actual compassion may not have much feeling happening at all happening with it at all yeah. um, in the meditation instruction I read today it says something along the lines of that the body and mind that you're born with are yours you can't meditate them away and I'm wondering particularly around the mind and ego um, we can't meditate them away what can we do with them ultimately see that they're unreal the body is not even though this body is here and these arms are moving and this is present this situation is being presented as someone which is uh which is called sokazan or as a, a meditation teacher uh it's unreal if, it, if, it were, if it we're actually have, if, if I believed in this, I couldn't do this because I'm way too self-conscious. I'm totally paranoid about what people think of me. So uh, that has not gone away. What has gone away? Yeah. Nothing's changed. Nothing's gone away. Other than I see there isn't anyone. So therefore I can totally function. I'm totally free. that's not a bragging point. I'm just free to come and go. I do whatever shows up. I make no plans for anything. That's why I lost my car keys this morning. I didn't plan where to put them. (laughs) More? Yes, right back here. Yes, you. Um, Is there a substantial self or does self exist in the context of what we associate with ourselves. Yeah, that would be a way of saying, it. it's, a, it's the association, the, the link up, or the causes and conditions, causes and conditions that show up, everything, the teaching of the Buddha, uh, the basic teaching of the Buddha is everything is dependently arisen, so even a self or a me feeling is dependent on so many things, and it's there's so many of them they are untraceable, you can't actually track them down and find out, oh, finally I found out, everything started over here. So you can, every, uh, everything has uh, uh, temporary sources, but ultimate source, there is no ultimate source. And if you start talking about that, it's not that you, if you have a, a tendency to be very philosophical or be uh, a lot smarter than I am, uh, you could p- possibly put that together and then you might, you know, like Friedrich Hegel or uh, Nietzsche or some great philosopher uh, who's able to just think really clearly and make up of things that when people read it, they go, whoa. I can't do that. More about that? So even, even. let me say one, one more thing since you've gone there. Even the unreality of it, even the unreality is still a concept about it. It's both real and unreal. This is why it could be, when I say be, I use that, uh, qualify that word, that it could be Buddha nature. That's why it could be ultimate truth or absolute reality. That That is a, uh, if you're listening to these words, that's accessible, and I promise nothing. Thank you. There's another question here, Andrew. If I see myself trying to be somebody else, what should I do? With Just look at it. Don't stop it. So when I say don't try to be somebody else, you know, I'm not I'm not saying you. Can, but if I say that, that will bring you your awareness to that. Am I trying to do that? And then you might see that you are trying to do that. And then once you see that, then don't do anything with it. Don't meddle with it. Don't try to be somebody who doesn't do that. So it's a very, uh, that's why the sitting practice of meditation is so powerful. It's pretty hard, uh, uh, excuse me, pretty hard to think your way into sanity or enlightenment. You can't think your way into sanity. You can't just be, if you're you're feeling you're a little crazy here and there, pretty hard to think yourself out of that without sealing up more and more uh, landmines that you may not run into it for another 15 years. So do it with awareness. Everything needs to come out of awareness, the way it looks over here.